Welcome to Five. Aqua JPIA staff will ask guests five questions. The five questions will focus on pooling, water, risk, HR, and leadership. Five responses with valuable information for JPI member agencies, boards, and staff. Thank you for listening. Please welcome our host and guest for today. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. Uh, thank you to David Hodgen for that wonderful introduction, and of course to Cliff Diver Music for all the music you hear in our episode. We have a wonderful guest today, and I'd like to introduce Patricia Slavin. Patricia, tell us how you came to work at the JPIA. Hello, Robert. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with you all. So I'm Patricia Slavin, and I am the Director of Human Resources and Administration and also risk management here at the JPIA. And I started my career almost exactly 14 years ago. And I guess what was interesting about that was um, apparently they had gone out hiring for the training specialist in the fall of 2007 and went through the whole process but had no candidates they felt uh, were a match for the organization. So that was good for me because then when I applied in the spring, when they started recruiting again, um, obviously I was the chosen one. So I, I came in as the training specialist and did that for a couple of years and then was promoted to the training manager. And there I led a team of three and where we offer, as a lot of you may know, all of the professional development training uh, here at JPIA, the, the certification programs, the required training, etc. So I was the one who kind of took all of that and launched it kind of to the next level. And then I was promoted into my current position as a director uh, six years ago. And um, it's been fun and amazing all along. I, I love working for the JPIA, and I am ever thankful that uh, they chose me for that job um, 14 years ago. Can you tell us what you do at the JPIA and Give us an example of what your typical day is like. Wow, Robert, that, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> so as director of administration, as you can imagine, I my team kind of manages all of the things that go on in the background, um, the building, the copy machines, the kitchens, the supplies and all that. Um, but more of what would face outward to, towards you, our membership um, so as I mentioned, the training, so that that's part of my team. And, um, and then the leadership essentials program is part of what we also manage. Also on the HR side, then um, I am part of what we call the employee hotline. And so members in our liability program can call me or email me with questions. Really, what we're trying to do, of course, is um, avoid issues and prevent claims in the long run. So we love to hear from you and we love to get the questions. I get, you know, several questions a day, multiple phone calls every week. Um, Robert works with me on that. And I think we've decided there's probably been over 10,000 um, touching points that we've had over the years. And I guess our claim to fame is... Um, only one issue that came to the hotline ever was escalated to uh, um, an actual claim and, and a lawsuit. So we're very proud of that. And I encourage anybody in our liability program, you uh, 
HR folks or general managers to utilize that. Also, as part of that, I work to try to educate and inform all of our HR folks. We offer a monthly webinar, Hot Java and Hot HR Topics, every third Thursday. And so we relay hot topics, things that folks need to know, very relevant, time timely. And then also, I coordinate the regional HR group meetings around the state. We traditionally do a couple in Southern California and a couple in Northern California on a variety of topics. So that's where we go a little more in depth. It's an all day program usually. And, um, and then as it turns out for this summer of 2022, um, I'll also be on the road visiting some of our smaller areas, um, way Northern California in the Redding area. And we'll go to the Central Coast and, um, the Central Valley. So my role in HR there is just to help help the HR folks in the districts. I think we find that a lot of the districts, the HR person also wears other hats. And so um, they're not necessarily experts in HR. And so uh, that's where we try to support them and give them that, that information and uh, advice. And then finally, the risk management team is also part of my team, and they are out on the road, of course, um, working with you, working with the districts that have liability and um, workers' comp or property coverage. And they focus on, again, the areas that will help us reduce the claims. As we all know, we're in this together. We're a pool. And so um, each of us plays a part in trying to reduce anything that will you know, put a strain or expenses on the pool. And then as for my typical day, it's hard to say, Robert, it's, um, it's never the same. So, um, and I think that's a good thing. It depends on, you know, the emails that come in, the phone calls that I get. And then of course, just the other demands I have as being a director in this organization, helping move us um, into the future. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think one of the best parts of the employment hotline is, uh, You've never heard it all. You yeah. consistently hear new and different subjects and new and different concerns that our members are having. Which Absolutely. Keeps it very fresh. Yeah. And some of the things we just, we can't believe sometimes, huh, Robert? You couldn't make some of this stuff up. So we're always here to help. And Patricia, if a member were to ask you how to get the most out of their JPIA membership, what would you advise them? Well, I think, first of all, you know, the website is an easy place to go to start to explore what we have. There's a lot of information on the website. And I know sometimes that can be overwhelming when you're, you don't really have a purpose. But if you could just spend 15 minutes just going through some of those pages from, you know, the claims area to the risk management area to the training or the human resources to kind of get that high level view of all that we do and the possibilities, I guess, that are there for you to take advantage of. Um, and then from that, ask questions. Uh, everywhere on a website, there's contact information, email addresses for training or member services. Um, pose those questions, that's why we're here. It's never a bother. And there's never, as we say, right, never a stupid question. We really love to help. And I think um, as you work more with this, you'll realize we are highly service oriented and we really want to try to help you and make you successful. And then finally, I would say engage in the events that are going on. Um, 
whether it's a regional training happening, whether it's an HR meeting, whether it's our own Aqua JPIA semi-annual conference that we piggyback with Aqua on, it's a day of meetings and a day of education. You get to know what we do. It's free to our members. There's no cost for you to attend. So I really would encourage you to kind of broaden your spectrum and look around and see all of the ways that we can support you. And I guess initially that would really start by just taking a look at the website. I always am impressed at the amount of free services that are available for the members, that there's no charge to get really involved with everything that we have to offer. And I, I agree with you that the website is a great place to start and there's no costs involved for so much that we do. And I think that's great. And that's so true, Rob. And just to reiterate that, you know, there's trainings you can attend. The only time we charge anything is, you know, if we're serving a lunch or something, the HR group meetings, just to cover those costs. But there's so much there and so much information that that doesn't cost you anything. And I think that's a wonderful um, added benefit that that all of the members of our agency have, all the employees have um, as for for being a part of the, the Aqua JPIA. Here at the Aqua JPIA, we have certain core values, and innovation is a one of those core values. Can you tell us about new ideas you brought to the organization uh, with the core value of innovation? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to do that. In fact, I, I'm proud to talk about a couple of things. Um, when I first started as the training specialist, I had come from an organization where I had introduced doing webinars and training through webinars. It was a statewide organization, so uh, it was pretty tough, obviously, to train folks in person. And and webinars were coming around and, and becoming more accessible. And so um, I brought that to the JPIA when I started. And I remember Robert getting pushback from uh, the management team when I suggested it because they said too many of our districts were places where they won't get internet and, and all that kind of stuff. So, but we forged ahead, and um, of course now you look at it. That was that was twelve or thirteen years ago. You know we're we're all used to all that now, especially after the last two years, and we're we're zooming and we're teaming and we're we're webexing. So it's become you know just part of of what we do now, and we all do that very naturally, and it's. It's also developed to a point where it can be very interactive, it can be very educational, um, and that's what we strive to do in our training department is really get you involved in those webinars. You're not just sitting there rolling your eyes going, oh, another slide, oh, you know, monotone voice. We really try to, to take it to the next level. So that I'm very proud of. And then um, seven years ago, I... Um, worked with the management team as I proposed that we develop a leadership program for our members. We, we realized we had saturated um, the districts pretty well with our, our professional development program, which was more of the introductory for supervisors. And now we needed to try to um, kind of get the top engaged because what we hear a lot, of course, is if, if your boss isn't supporting it, it's kind of hard to to make things happen. So uh, we went through a process of um, a roundtable with a lot of representatives from our membership, and we came up with what we thought would be kind of the model 
of what we wanted to teach um, these folks. And so we have contracted with a, a great facilitator, Clint Kamak, and he's been doing that for us the whole time, all these seven years. And um, so this program is focused on the leaders in the organization or those that are about to become leaders. And it focuses in three areas. Uh, first of all, it talks about self-leadership, knowing yourself. What are your strengths? Um, what are things that maybe you need to work on? And then team leadership, how to run an effective team, uh, get them engaged and build trust. And finally, the um, agency leadership, where we look at vision and strategic planning and how to align folks uh, to the vision. And so we've had six classes go through this year-long program, and we have over 150 graduates out at our districts, those leaders that have um been informed and learned about uh, ways to lead, ways to engage folks. And, and our, our definition is um, leadership is working to engage your people to be successful. It's not about me as the leader. It's about helping our, our folks. So those are two things that I brought to the organization that I'm very proud of and glad to see they're still being sustained over time. I think the, the fact that the leadership program is a one-year program uh, really is an enormous benefit because over time, it, it really becomes ingrained and it, you take it, it becomes a habit almost, good mm -hmm. leadership skills, as opposed to a two-hour webinar or something. The year-long process really is, is outstanding and you're to be commended for that. Well, thank you. And that, that's a really good point, Robert, that that's what makes this program unique is you come back together quarterly. It's a year-long process, so you're really immersed in all of this. And, um, you know, that's just been proven that you actually you can change the behavior and folks can change over time versus, yeah, sitting in a, a two-hour class and, and walking away with no follow-up or, or anything else. So it's a, a really important part of the program. Well, I, I want to follow up on this a little bit and ask you that you've been involved in the leadership initiatives that you just described. What advice do you have for up-and-coming leaders? Hmm, okay. Well, I guess, first of all, take advantage of all the learning you can. Um, our program is great, but, but there's also other programs out there. Um, be open. Uh, kind of be that open book when you attend these kind of things to learn, learn about yourself. There may be some things that are kind of hard to hear. Um, I remember going through it and realizing I needed to change some things that I did to be more effective. So I guess being open to that and and part of that is, is humility, I guess. Um, being able to say, yeah, I don't know it all. I can't do it all. Um, I do need great people around me. I do make mistakes sometimes. We can learn from them and move on. And then I think that really as a leader, you need to be so focused on the others around you. Again, your success is measured by their success. So focusing on them. And I think the word I used before, inspiring. How you go about inspiring folks. And that's very individual and unique. So it requires you getting to know your folks a little bit. But if your goal is really... Um, I want to inspire 
these people to do their best, whatever that is, then I think anybody anywhere can be a leader. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I, I think it's important to um, know what you don't know and not mm. be afraid to say that you don't know something. Albert Einstein said, uh, never be afraid to say, I don't know, because you can learn amazing things. Um, this has been great. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you to providing this information to our members and giving them opportunities for follow-up about more information. And sure. thank you to everyone who is listening. Please subscribe on any of uh, your podcast services, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. You can always find uh, our podcast on our website. If you look right at the top, it'll say podcast. This has been great. If you have follow-up questions for Patricia or topics you'd like us to discuss, please don't hesitate to email us at podcast at aquajpia.com. Thank you for your time, and we look forward to speaking to you again in the real near future. Thank, Thank you. you again. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening to Five. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a five-star review and leave a comment. Have a topic you would like to learn more about? Email us at podcast at aquajpia.com. Thank you to Cliff Diver Music for producing our music. And until next episode, thank you for making us a part of your day. <laughs>